This podcast was first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on Fresh FM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app. This is Fresh FM, your community access radio station. Broadcasting across the top of the south in Nelson, Tasman on 104.8, Eastern Golden Bay on 95.0, Blenheim on 88.9 and the Nelson CBD on 107.2 and streaming to the planet through our website freshfm.net. Welcome to our show, Heads Up, brought to you by the Brain Injury Association, Top of the South, with help from the Neurological Foundation, playing Thursday mornings following the BBC News at 9am. Special mention to our fantastic sponsors, the Nelson Clinic, and of course, Fresh FM for making this show happen. If you like any information about the support groups or the services they provide at the Brain Energy Association, please call Emma on 03 for any help, or head to braininjury.nz. January 2022. Groups are as follows. BIA support groups will start up again from the 7th of January. The first group held at The Honest Lawyer on Friday the 7th of January from 10.30am and the following fortnight on Friday the 21st of January at 10.30am. There is a support group held every Tuesday from the 11th of January onwards at the Deck Cafe, 70 Beach Road, Tuhununui at 10.30. On Friday the 14th of January, we'll be meeting for a cup at the Grape Escape Cafe at 10.30, followed by some gardening at a BIA community planter box at the Appleby Fire Station. On Friday, 28th of January, we'll be partaking in a beach clean-up. More information to come. Please contact Emma at BIA if you want more information on 03-546-6656. We also hold an event once a month called Brain Health for caregivers, family and friends living alongside brain injury. This will be held on Thursday the 27th of January from 5.30pm to 6.30pm at the BIA office, 469 Main Road, Stoke. Guest speaker, Stephanie Kernelly, fabulous neuropsychologist. She will talk through neuropsychology and neuropsych testing. She will also touch on some of the terminology we should be using and caution around hypervigilance. For more information around our support groups, check out our calendar on the website braininjury.nz or our Facebook page Brain Injury TOTS or give us a call on 03 546 6656. 
We're very excited to announce the Neurological Foundation will be collaborating with us on the show and providing some amazing content. We'll have interviews with renowned doctors and scientists and information and education. A little bit about the Neurological Foundation, if you're unaware, uh, is a New Zealand charity that funds vital research and ongoing education into neurological conditions, which includes diseases and disorders of the brain, spine and nerves. The Foundation's sole focus is to work towards the treatment, management and prevention of the neurological conditions by funding research and education. One in five New Zealanders suffers from a neurological condition. A little bit around the Brain Injury Association and what we do is we provide advocacy for people, support, information and education to the top of the South. We help people navigate the health system after having a brain injury, which can be really hard work. Uh, We also have a membership and support groups that we run weekly. These are a great way for people to keep socialising and just to have support. You do not have to have a brain injury to come to these support groups. You can also be a family member living alongside brain injury because you also need some support too. Both the Brain Injury Association and the Neurological Foundation are not-for-profits and need your ongoing support to continue help people in our community. Head to these websites if you wish to donate. Braininjury.nz or neurological.org.nz Good morning, it's Kelly Bain from the Neurological Foundation. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, If you don't normally listen to this segment, just wanted to thank the Brain Injury Awareness Top of the South for giving us the opportunity to partaking in part of their segment that they put on fortnightly. Now, usually in this segment, I talk to researchers that we have funded and we get an insight as to what they are currently researching and a little bit more about the brain. Um, We've also spoken to our CEO, Mr. Rich Easton, and our research manager, Dr. Sarah Schomburger. Today I thought I'd read a couple of articles from our Headlines magazine, the recent one, Volume 133, and I think a lot of you um, are new to the Neurological Foundation, so I just wanted to give you an idea of the magazine that we send out quarterly. Now the first expert is going to be about Professor John Reynolds, who we have an online event um, where he'll be discussing his current research and also a bit about Parkinson's, which is the disorder that he researches. That is going to be on the 24th of November in the evening and you can look up the website to register neurological.org.nz. The man with a passion for treating Parkinson's. Professor John Reynolds is a principal investigator at the Brain Health Research Centre at the University of Otago. His vast research agenda covers Parkinson's disease and stroke, targeted drug delivery, dysfunction of the basal ganglia, tinnitus, learning and memory mechanisms, and how the brain perceives the rewards, just to name a few. All his research interests overlap, each one helping to fill a gap in our understanding of the most complex organ in the human body, the brain. In 2019, he became one of the few New Zealanders simultaneously funded by the top three funding bodies, the Ministry of Business, Innovation and Employment, the Health Research Council and the Royal Society of New Zealand. Now, a few months ago, he talked to Danelle Clayton, who's our communications 
writer at the Neurological Foundation about the latest breakthroughs in finding treatments for Parkinson's disease and also how a VJ Chapman Fellowship from the Neurological Foundation led him to where he is today. One of Dr John Reynolds' first roles as a practising doctor was treating people with Parkinson's disease and it remains his passion to this day. The reason being that despite his years of medical training, he discovered there was little medically available at the time that could bring lifelong relief from Parkinson's symptoms. John completed his MBCHB at Otago University as a mature student in the 1990s. His rotation of choice was in a rehabilitation centre at Whangarei Hospital, an uncommon choice among the younger graduates at the time. He really loved the environment there. It's where he could see people with Parkinson's and strokes who required the whole gamut of care, nursing, physiotherapy, speech therapy, occupational therapy, social work. It's also where he realised there's not much that he could do for them as a doctor because he couldn't get the drugs that might be affected into the brain easily. All he could do is jiggle things around and support the therapists. It's confronting when you enter the medical profession, he said, and realise you can't actually have that much impact on neurological disorders. So driven by a mix of frustration and compassion, John applied and was granted the VJ Chapman Fellowship from the Neurological Foundation to allow him to undertake full-time research towards a PhD. This led to him becoming a neuroscientist and his journey began to find better ways to treat brain disorders. Now today, John has returned to the Otago University where he's a professor in the Department of Anatomy and the Interdisciplinary Brain Health Research Centre. He's made two decades worth of contributions to understanding and treating brain disorders, many of them groundbreaking, such as novel electrical stimulation therapies for stroke and tinnitus. His latest breakthrough is in the area of drug delivery for Parkinson's disease the hurdle he came up against in his first year as a medical graduate. Parkinson's disease occurs due to low levels of dopamine in the brain, but dopamine cannot cross the blood-brain barrier, making drug delivery difficult. Instead, patients are often treated with a pill that enters the brain via the bloodstream. So when someone with Parkinson's takes the usual drugs to replace the dopamine that is lost, he says, after a while, it tends to flood the brain with dopamine for long periods of time, which works really well in the initial, initial stages of taking the drug. But over time, the effectiveness wears off, John explained to me. After 20 years of clinical research, John and his team have developed a drug delivery system that enables the delivery of dopamine-like chemicals across the blood-brain barrier to where and when they are needed, emulating a normal, healthy brain. A way to understand it, he says, is to think of a car engine. Rather than flood the engine with fuel, which then overflows throughout the system, we're trying to deliver the right amount of fuel in a short blast at the right time, like a carburetor. We can now get the drugs into the brain in the areas they are needed when they are needed in a way that is closer to how the brain would normally work. You just can't achieve that with a pill, he explained. Without giving the intellectual property of the drug delivery system, John explains it is essentially a control signal sent through the skull that focuses into a particular part of the brain, enabling the release of chemicals needed from biological packages that float around in the bloodstream. 
He is hopeful the new technology will also have relevance for treating brain tumours. He went on to say that with tumours we might give a chemotherapy drug that goes everywhere with lots of side effects. We hope our technology can be used to target just the tumour. John is known on campus as a charismatic lecturer and he hopes his passion for neurology passes on to his students. And one thing he encourages all medical students to do is spend time with someone with Parkinson's. When you meet someone with Parkinson's, it's an incredible experience because you see someone who is really struggling with the ability to navigate through their world in the, the way that we just take for granted, he said. Walking, using their hands for skilled movements, even showing emotions. John continued to say it really does rob a person of the ability to show outwardly who they are. He went on to say that what we don't see is the sleep disturbances, the anxiety, the difficulty with cognition and many other things that are not obviously present. And so often he's amazed at the determination, the sense of humour, the positivity, the resilience that these people and their families display. I will say to you that I know John quite well um, and he is very charismatic. He's kind, he's passionate, and he's very much somebody that the Neurological Foundation is proud to support. Like all of our funded researchers and scientists, these are people who are wanting the better for the community that they serve. John was also kind, very kind to us actually in the magazine, and he thanked the Neurological Foundation for the fundamental role that he felt we played and funding basic science and young researchers in general. And I quote, the foundation is tremendous in funding the basics. My PhD was simply, how does the dopamine system work? It generated some really good ideas that we use later on, like how those tiny pulses of dopamine come and what they do. And he further said, and the foundation does a fantastic job of creating a community by bringing the researchers face to face with people who have neurological disorders and their family. So that was just a little bit of what we discuss in our headlines magazines. As I say, and as I did say earlier, they, came, they come four times a year and you're more than welcome to subscribe to receive them. You can do this by emailing me, kelly.bain k-e-l-l-i-e dot bain b-a-i-n at neurological.org.nz and I can organise that for you. Or you can find it on our website neurological.org.nz Now on the 24th of November John will be delving further into what I just um, paraphrased from the article. It's part of our 50th anniversary headlines events that some were going to be in face-to-face -face, or we're going to be online. And now with our changing times, this is also going to be online, which means it's open to everybody in the country. The other things that we discuss in our headlines magazine that have just come out is the we meet the inaugural Dawn Fellow, Dr. Whitney Whitford. She received the first ever Dawn Fellowship and the latest funding round from the Foundation. The Dawn Fellowship is based on the estate of Barbara Dawn, which included an inheritance from her brother Bob. In 2019, the Dawn Estate gifted $3 million to the Neurological Foundation to be invested to fund an ongoing fellowship for scientists or clinicians 
to carry out research into charcot Marie tooth disease, Parkinson's disease or Alzheimer's disease. While this is a really generous donation, each donation we receive is equally as benefit because every dollar makes such a difference to us. We are able to fund in our last grant round, which is again highlighted on the uh, in the magazine, $2.3 million towards brain research. Dr. Yi Wen Zeng, the University of Otago, was offered a research grant about chronic tinnitus, a phantom sound, and how debilitating that condition is. She was kind enough to do an online lecture for us in our digital discovery series. You can also find this on our website. We also have Professor Nick Draper, University of Canterbury. He talks about collisions in junior rugby, the incidents, peak linear accelera accelerations, um, and how the potential of headgear reduces impact accelerations. And we know how popular rugby union is here in New Zealand, and seven, just over 7 million, in fact, I think closer to 8 million players in 129 countries. This will have real impact on our younger community. So I invite you to get a copy of the headlines, have a good read. If there's any questions, please don't hesitate to contact me. Thank you again for listening. Bit of a short segment this time. Um, everyone's gearing up for Christmas and um, we're the same in this place. What I would like to highlight is that the next time we talk, we will be talking with Dr. Shakila Rizwan, who, well, she calls herself in a funny tone a drug mule, which always makes me giggle. She talks about how we can use nasal sprays to get drugs straight through to the brain easier, breaking that blood-brain barrier, which we touched on about John. Thank you again for listening. Thank you again, Brain Injury Awareness. Talk to you next time. Thank you very much. Many thanks again to our fantastic supporters at the Neurological Foundation for providing us with that interview and to our sponsors, the Nelson Clinic. Tune in to Heads Up, playing Thursday mornings following the BBC News at 9. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media Project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app or our website freshfm.net.